Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. WGR Sports Radio 550. It's time to take a look inside high school sports. Now, here's your host, Tony Caligiri. Brought to you by Mighty Taco. Mighty Taco would go great right about now. By Minio and Sapio Italian Sausage. Taste the difference quality makes. And by Dent Neurologic Institute. Developing solutions to neurological problems faced in our community. Good morning and welcome inside High School Sports. Tony Caligiri here with Frank Wolf, Roger Weiss, and we are joined by Bob Carnavelli as today we're going to talk about the Ad Pro Sports uh, and Dale Carnegie Silver Hoops Classic going on next week at the Graveyard School. So that is coming up. Hey, guys. Morning, y'all. Yeah, I was waiting for that. How you doing, Frank? Great. Opening day Bob, weekend. Good, good to see good, you. Good, Tony. Great good to, to have here. you in. All right, guys, let's get into news and notes. Niagara Pell Ace High School All-Star Game at Niagara Falls High School is coming up. It's Thursday, April 6th. Freshmen and sophomores will play at 6 o'clock. Juniors and seniors at 7.30. Tryouts are Tuesday, April 4th. Freshmen and sophomores will be at 5. Junior and seniors at 7 p.m. Uh, thank you, Tony, for that information. A lot of the stuff you can find on our Facebook page, by the way. Uh, here's one from Tom Prince. First week into the season, we have our first no-hitter thrown. Uh, congrats to Jake Beaver of Randolph, who threw a no-hitter against Cattaraugus Little Valley. That's pretty spectacular. Mm-hmm. Now, in this time of the year, is it, uh, it doesn't normally favor the pitcher when it's cold out, does it? I wouldn't think with the uh, public schools. Public schools can use aluminum bats, right? Uh I'm sure you remember back in your playing days, boy, if you get fisted with a wooden bat. It hurt. Hurt. <laughs> you know, you want to call a paramedic for people. Oh, they, you know, with wooden, with aluminum bats, I don't know if the pitchers would have an advantage. The only advantage they have is you haven't seen them. You know, if the, later in the season, if you're playing them a second time or facing them, you know, it's a well, little I'm saying bit. Because it's, it's difficult to get warmed up when it's uh, when it's chilly outside. I think Nate could probably answer that question a little bit better. What do you think, Nate? What was the question? Easier for pitchers when it's uh, chilly out, or is it more difficult for high school pitchers? That's tough because I remember the last time that I played baseball. I, th- I believe it was about thirty degrees. There was some snow coming down. I think it's more difficult for the hitters than it is the pitchers, but because you're constantly moving. Uh, as a pitcher, and mm-hmm. you're constantly rotating. I think you're able to stay pretty warm as a pitcher. I think it's much more difficult for the hitter. Okay. Um, wood bat or, or you know, composite yeah, right. bats. I think, it's, I think it's more difficult for the hitter. Okay. Well, still, it's big, uh, big congratulations. Uh, we have a new head football coach at Fredonia Westfield Brockton, and that is Greg Sherlock. Congratulations to him from uh, the Randolph staff. And know he's going to do a good job as Frank keeps Xing off of his. <laughs> 
Let's see if we can keep going here, Frank. Uh, free football coaching clinic coming up. We have uh, the Buffalo State head coach Jerry Boys and staff. They'll have players. They'll give a free football clinic Monday, April 3rd at 7 p.m. in the Houston gym on the Buffalo State campus. The staff and players will demonstrate techniques and drills to improve football play. The Western New York football coaches will present their annual awards. All youth, high school, college coaches are encouraged to attend. If you have any questions, you can call Len Jankowitz at 901-5615. Oh, Raj, they'll have wings and refreshments. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me in the old country it's pronounced Yankiewicz. Oh, that too. And speaking of Len Yankiewicz, the Western New York Amateur Football Alliance announcing to all 11th grade high school football. That's it, Frank. Cross that one off, too. The annual Western New York Amateur Football Alliance 2017 Junior Recruiting Combine. This is for all Western New York 11th graders for the class of 2018, Saturday, May 13, 5 p.m. at St. Francis High School, 4129 Lake Road in Hamburg. Please note all registration details and information are available only through your local high school football coach. So again, it's all 11th for 11th graders. Uh, so uh, make sure you check that out, and we will have Len on in the future to talk about it. And you will marvel. For those of you who haven't seen this facility at St. Francis, you will be impressed. Oh, absolutely. Let's see. We have the 2017 Hilbert College Boys and Girls Summer Basketball Camp coming up. Uh, they have... Uh, it's going to be in its 38th year. That's incredible. Uh, still one of the only overnight basketball camps in western New York. This summer's camps are, again, expected to be sold out. The boys' weeks are June 25th, June 29th, and July 9th through July 13th. The lone girls' week is July 16th and July 20th. Please note that the registration slash check-in is on Sundays between 2.30 and 4 p.m., each camp uh, concludes on Thursdays at 3 p.m. Campers are given the choice of staying on campus uh, or in an air-conditioned Trinity Hall or community day camper. Day camps runs from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. weekly. Cost for each week is $380 for resident campers and $290 uh, for day campers. All meals included in the cost. Register prior to June 1st and receive a $25 discount. Groups of six or more receive an additional $10 discount. All campers will receive a personal evaluation, a reversible jersey, camp water bottle, along with the very best in individual instructions. To register your child, go to hilberthawks.com. Click on Events. For more information on the boys' camps, please contact Hilbert College Head Men's Basketball Coach Rob uh, De Grand Prix at 716-926-8803 or R-D-E-G-R-A-N-P-R-E at hilbert.edu. You got that, Raj? There's going to be a test I was just going to say, could you repeat that uh, you know, about the part of the 38th annual? <laughs> Pick off right there. All right. Kenmore East and Kenmore West baseball teams will be hosting a fundraiser uh, this Saturday today from 10 to 5, the old gym at Kemmer West High School, 
all name brand mattresses with factory warranties and all available sizes will be sold at cost of 40 to 60 percent below retail full showroom will be set up with experienced sales personnel contact Kenmore East coach Leslie Simon at 861-2061 or Kenmore West coach John Haynes at 628-1710 they do have good deals there we got one a few years ago yeah, I need really one for deals. Samantha. I should have uh, I should have uh, <clears throat> planned that, but uh, what do you have there, Frank? Okay, well, I mean, if you're looking for your favorite high school football team schedule, it has been released. It's been up on our Facebook page for a few weeks now. You may want to check that out. If you go to the Inside High School Sports page on Facebook, it's pinned at the top, so you can go through that and check out the Section 6 football schedule and start making plans to maybe travel to watch your favorite team play somewhere this uh, coming fall. Still plenty of coaching vacancies throughout Section 6. Visit their website, section6.e1b.org, for a full list of openings. Dunkirk alone has nine for the fall season. So visit that list. You guys out there that want to get into coaching, here's your opportunity. Take one of those jobs and see what you can do with it. It's a lot of fun and very rewarding. And, you know, we need to keep these kids uh, playing and out on the field. Um, I mean, Tony, you pretty much hit everything. I did want to give a shout-out to Tom Prince. He's doing a heck of a job with baseball. Yeah, you see year. all the uh, previews oh, he posted from uh, from uh, Channel 2, their uh, preview sections, and he covers all the leagues. Uh, speaking of baseball, I just would like a little note on a young man who was the player of the year, or one of the two players of the year last year, uh, Dan Dallas. I talked to his dad. Uh, Dan's in Arizona at spring training, and the Padres, uh, San Diego Padres, uh, have a unique way of handling the young people that they drafted. All the high school players that they drafted last year are together um, practicing um more practice than playing. They're bringing them along uh, slowly so that they can teach whatever they need to teach and they don't have to play or practice with the older uh, guys. Uh, Dan's doing very well. Uh, very nice story. It was Facebook to me from a reporter in uh, uh, Arizona. Uh, his maturity is beyond belief for a young man. Uh, being left-handed, you know, six foot two, two hundred and five pounds, and the Padres think he has a very bright future. Cool, uh, Bob. Quick question on that: uh, since he is with a National League team, he wouldn't have to deal with the uh, designated hitter. Just what I know about Danny, I didn't know him that well, but I knew him well enough. If he couldn't get a chance to swing the bat, that would break his heart. Well, exactly. The guy could uh, hit as good as he could. Pitch. Exactly when he was. Uh, thinking about hopefully being drafted it was a national league team which their pitchers hit and if you remember in the second game last year at the bison stadium against st francis dan hit went out in in left center field uh hit a line drive over the fence probably (laughs) 400 feet and probably there's only five bisons that could do that and here was a high school kid uh hitting a home run uh out of the out of the park and uh, so, again, a National League team was perfect for right. being drafted because he gets to hit. Not only was he an you know, awesome pitcher and all that, didn't he bat either third or cleanup for uh, Canisius? Yes. He also played uh, you know, first base ABA and uh, I was very fortunate to coach Dan uh, at Canisius and also on our triple ABA uh, Royal Printing team, and you can't find a nicer young man. Now, will he uh, – I'm sure he's going to play in a league when it starts play – you know, this week, uh, 
wouldn't be a ball. It would be below that. No, don't they have a rookie league? Well, yeah, the, uh, his dad told me that he probably will be playing out in uh, Washington State, unfortunately, because they were hoping he would be in Indiana somewhere that would be closer to go right. and watch him play. But it, it looks like some of their young players will be going, uh, I don't know if it's Tacoma or wherever, but uh, it's... Uh, uh, and they'll try to. It's keep probably the, a rookie league, and they'll try to keep that group of young guys, young together. eighteen, nineteen year olds Got together. It. All right, best of luck to him. Just a couple of things I wanted to give a, a shout out to our old, uh, our little buddy uh, Nate Khan from City Honors, who I heard this past week is rehabbing nicely, maybe even well ahead of schedule. I wouldn't rule this out. I would not count against this kid. You may see him on a basketball court again. For City Honors, you may see him put a jersey on. If you recall, Anthony, he was the gentleman on New Year's, uh, late New Year's Eve, early New Year's Day, that was uh, a victim of that yep. uh, inebriated uh, driver on what was it, Delaware, or it was near Symphony Circle, maybe Up in that area. Yeah. Yes, Richmond. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, so so best of luck. Shout out to that guy. And last, yeah. uh, there is a uh, fundraiser today at the Chesterton Academy: Reds, Whites, and Brews, in which my wife and I will be going. I'm told there is food. We're there from 6 to 10. They're out at 14 Holy Helpers. I believe it's 14 Holy Helpers in West Seneca. Yeah, Looking right forward at to that. Church. Are now all 14 Helpers going to be there? Uh, well, I'm going to be there, so that's 15. 15, all right. So well, 14, that was, that was your buddy Pete Rose's number, 14. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I got, Tom. Okay. It's opening, Raj, day, for you? Or opening day tomorrow. That's right. Now, just the corner of uh, Indian Church Road and Union Road, right near Union and Clinton, uh, 14 Holy Helpers. Uh, great uh, organization mm-hmm. there. All right. Did you have anything for news and notes, Raj? No, you. We cleaned you, you out. Oh, good. Like, like uh, you knew what you were doing, keeping me off the mic. <laughs> Believe me, I don't know what I'm doing. All right, Bob Carnavelli. We're here to talk about the Ad Pro Sports, Dale Carnegie Silver Hoops Class. That's a lot to put into a, a title, by the way. But there's a lot of people that need to be recognized for their uh, past contributions to Butler Mitchell and through also uh, high school sports. And we talk about this uh, every year, but we have new listeners every year as well. Kind of give us the, the history of Butler Mitchell's involvement. Well, mo- most of us that are involved with the Butler Mitchell alumni, as uh, youngsters... Uh, we went to the Butler Mitchell Boys Club back in the 50s and 60s, and then it became the Butler Mitchell Boys and Girls Club, uh, which has a wonderful history. And some of the people that actually are sponsoring, are helping to sponsor our tournament, uh, uh, Ron Rakuya with um, the um, uh, Ad Pro Sports, he's a sponsor. Uh, Andy Terranova with the Dale Carnegie of Western New York, he was a Butler Mitchell boy. Uh, Mike Piro, one of your sponsors on this show from Minio and Sapios. He was a Butler Mitchell boy. Grover Cleveland, um, Grover, 1964. Yep. And Gary Raimondo is our chairman for the last 10, 15 years. Um, he he kind of organizes everything. He just retired. He was a coach uh, and teacher at Emerson for many years. Uh, Gary is our chairman, does a great job. But then the names of some, just a, some of the people that the tournament games are named after – uh, Jim Master de Casa, uh, his Peepers. nickname was Peepers. He was uh, went to Grover Cleveland, uh, Class of an all sixty one. Yes, an all high uh, three sport athlete and one of the most wonderful mentors that any young man could ever have. And he was a Butler Mitchell guy, and uh, also worked there part time. The amazing thing about Peepers, you know, 
Tony, you would look at him eye to eye. It wasn't like he's one of these six foot two, three guys. He was very short, but he, my goodness, he played quarterback on the uh, football team. Uh, he was the point guard on the basketball team. Shortstop. And, yeah, oh, what a surprise he played shortstop mm-hmm. on the baseball team. Then the second game is named after John Belanti. Uh, most of the older people remember John was one of the finest college basketball officials in the eastern United States. Bob, he, when he was playing, when you excuse me, when you were playing, didn't he do Yale Cup games Yes, as well? he did. Yeah, yeah John I remember, I remember and uh, John. Benny Constantino and other oh, people, and they're all Butler Mitchell people. Wow. John <laughs> also was the owner of the Buffalo Stallions uh, indoor soccer team for many years. So one of the games is named in his memory. And thirdly, Paul Masana Memorial. Paul was a uh, uh, an official, a coach at Grover Cleveland, a principal in the Buffalo Public School System, and uh, the and third father game, of Sabina. Father of Sabina. You know, I have to say, Sabina might be listening. I love when she poaches post the pictures of her as a little girl uh, sitting on her dad's lap, and you can see he just looked like such a wonderful man. Yeah, there was it. Uh, these people were. The people we looked up to and were our mentors growing up, and we couldn't have had a better group of men to uh, to help mold our uh, our futures, right. and that's why we named. And we also have another man who just passed away, who was a wonderful mentor to all of us, and the, the most valuable player awards uh, are named after him, and it's Paul Fitzgerald. Uh, Paul Fitz was a teacher in Grand Island High School for th- over 30 years, but was a Butler Mitchell uh, a boy his whole life. Even as a 65-year-old man, he still considered himself a Butler Mitchell boy. <laughs> we, If I could, just in news and notes for one minute, the Butler Mitchell alumni, we organized to provide help to charities, youth organizations in western New York. We give away probably in the last 25 years a half a million dollars. Wow. Um, we have two things coming up just to mention. Uh, one of our alumni, Chris Del Prince, a, a very successful businessman in this area, has taken it upon himself to uh, have a camp at Camp Weona where we send over 100 inner-city kids to camp at no cost to, the, to them. Uh, Camp Leona is a wonderful uh, YMCA, I believe, camp, or YWCA, I'm not sure. But uh, we have an event called Night of Champions on Wednesday, May 24th at the Statler, uh, Statler City. And wonderful event. They have typical of all the fundraisers, the silent auctions, etc. Mm-hmm. But all of the money goes to pay for these 100 kids to go to camp. And we get a lot of the Buffalo Bills alumni and other dignitaries to come. Mayor Brown is uh, a sponsor, and uh, so it's quite a nice event. The, just the other one is, we started this recently, is the Butler Mitchell Alumni Athletic Excellence Award. It goes to a high school boys and girls, men's and women's team. Not necessarily the same school. But last year was our first, and we gave our first awards to the East Aurora boys and girls uh, cross-country teams that won state championships. It was a wonderful event. Our second one is coming up in May, and I just wanted to let people know about it. Uh, We haven't picked the winner yet, 
but that event is coming up. We decided to give team. This is for the teams. And it, last year, East Aurora won both boys and girls because of their tremendous cross-country right. program. I want to a, a question back to the camp. Uh, how, how do the kids get selected? Is this something that they reach out to? You know, uh, maybe a parent, parents could say, hey, you know, I'd like for my kid to go to uh, this camp. Well, in general, it. we ask uh, the, the boys and girls clubs of Buffalo to uh, come up with some uh, people, maybe to reward some of these young people that are uh, good students, good kids in the community. Uh, uh, we ask, yes, there could be people that uh, might be interested in uh, you know, having their child go. Uh, we do re- try to restrict it to inner city Buffalo kids, but we have had kids from other uh, uh, suburbs that uh, – uh, in other words, we've opened it up. Right. Uh, it used to be just 50 boys. Last year, we added 50 girls. Uh, they go to different parts of uh, Camp Leona. Uh, they're they're separate. Right. Uh, but we always have 10, 15, 20 uh, uh, counselors. Uh, kids that have gone 10, 15 years ago have now returned to be counselors. We have uh, various judge, city court judges that come and spend four or five days with the kids. The Buffalo Police underwater uh, team comes out and shows them uh, some. And we, we just one thing, we give the kids a little thing to write, like what did they think about the camp. Mm-hmm. And a couple of years ago we had a number of kids that wrote, what was the best thing about the camp? And a number of them said they felt safe. Oh, wow. And that hits home. Sure it does. When you think about that's what they felt was they enjoyed it because they felt safe. Wow. So these are the, some of the things. for a while. Yeah, these are some of the things that the Butler Mitchell alumni does. Um, again, whether it's a youth organization or a charity, they've asked us for help, and we give them help. And our fundraisers are done specifically to raise money to, to give it away. I like it. I like it a lot. And, you know, the Boys and Girls Club does such fantastic work. Uh, I can't think of what they do in Niagara Falls. Uh, my kids are involved. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to start talking about the uh, the classic coming up next week at the Graveyard School. That's next Saturday. Keep it tuned in to WGR Sports Radio 550. Back, you're listening to Inside High School Sports. Tony Kellagier with Frank Wolf, Roger Weiss, Bob Carnavelli, and we're talking about the Silver Hoops Classic coming up next week. Now, you uh, we would like you to repeat uh, the information uh, that you gave out, Bob, because it kind of went uh, quick. Okay, just the the times. Yeah, uh, it's next. First of all, it's next Saturday, April eighth, at the Grabbyar School. Uh, the Grabbyar School is a Buffalo Public uh, Elementary School on the corner of Military Road and Lawn Avenue. It's about maybe uh, three blocks from Military and Hurdle. Yeah, between Skillen and Hurdle. Yes. Uh, the first game is at 12.30. That's the ECIC 2 versus the Buffalo Public School Small Schools. The second game is at 2 o'clock. That's the ECIC number one team versus the Niagara Frontier NFL team. And at 3.30, game three is the Buffalo Public Large Schools versus the Monsignor Martin Schools. So we have three games, uh, 
2 o'clock, and 3.30. Uh, some great basketball. It's the senior all-stars in Western New York. We probably get 95% of the best senior players in Western New York. And this is it. This is the last game of their careers. Now, a lot of these uh, kids are going to wind up being all Western New York, uh, you know, maybe first, second, third, whatever the uh, would be. And how are they picked? How are the rosters picked? Uh, Gary Romando uh, gets a hold of uh, – there's representatives from each league. They decide – they pick uh, the representatives who's going to coach the teams. We will mention who's coaching each team when we go over the rosters right. in a minute. And they pick the players. They try to limit it to one, two, or three players. Uh, depends on which schools have seniors. Some of the best teams in Western New York this year had mostly underclassmen. Some have all seniors. So it's tough right. trying to pick out which kids can play in this game. But we leave that up to the coaches of their respective teams. Okay. All right, let's uh, start with the ECIC2 roster and the uh, Jim Master de Casa Memorial. Okay, the ECIC starts out with Jordan Pachillo from Lackawanna, Tyler Phillips, Cleveland Hill, Vaughn Burdett, Chictawaga, Anthony Bialy, Eden, Noah Spryer, Lancaster, Jarius Huggins, Williamsville North, Derek Clemens, Starpoint, Dan Anderson, Orchard Park, Cal McTeague, East Aurora, and Dominic Farzamil, West Seneca East. And the ECIC team is being coached by Dan Lutman from West Seneca East and Kevin Shadle from Lackawanna. Well, Huggins is uh, also a football player. He's one of the, in my mind, I, I thought he was fantastic on the football field as a receiver, one of the fastest guys, but I was really impressed by watching him on the basketball court this year as well. Gets up there for rebounds. Huggins is a is a wonderful player. Uh, the Buffalo Small Schools uh, are represented by Nassim Baines from Olmsted, Elijah Clark Olmsted, Jeff Felix Lafayette, Austin Parham Olmsted, Draquan Johnson Buffalo Arts, Daniel Reed from Olmsted, Devon Jones MST Seneca. Talon Moody, City Honors, Javon Johnson, Buffalo Arts, Dominic Prince, MST Seneca, Mike Hargrove, Da Vinci, David Anderson, MST Seneca, Greg Nagoma from iPrep, and Tykello Burtz from Lafayette, and they're going to be coached by Scott Kirsch. Good pick there. Baines is Dominic a, Prince. Yeah. yeah. Names near and dear to you, Anthony. He played a uh, student at uh, MST Seneca, but uh, played his football for uh, Burgard. What was the nickname of their team? The, the Bulldogs. Bulldogs? <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, not today. Okay. Um, and he's just a great, great kid and uh, happy for him. Didn't get to see much or hear much about him on the basketball court this past year. Yeah, I, 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 it's not that I, I didn't get to see too many of the games uh, in the Buffalo Public School games, but I understand uh, you know he's a pretty good player, and and a number of these players on this roster are very good players. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, the reason we do uh, we split it up is uh, basketball. There is a lot of teams playing basketball in this city of Buffalo, far more than all the other sports. Oh, sure. So we split it up so that more of these young men could participate in this game. 
Yeah, especially being able to uh, have it with, you know, with the small schools, uh, them getting their own chance there. Exactly. And I, I think that's great. Kirsch, is he, he's the head coach at Olmstead? Seneca. Or Seneca, okay. MSC Seneca. Yeah, I've seen he's been there for years. Yeah. Veteran coach, for sure. Very good coach. You know Dom on the football field, but he's he's just as intense on the basketball field. Oh, courts. I'm sure. And uh, Baines is a real nice player from Olmstead. Real nice kid. Okay, let's move on to the ECIC 1 All-Stars. This is in the John Bellani Memorial game against the Niagara Frontier All-Star game. All, Niagara Frontier All-Stars. Okay, the first person uh, is, needs no... You may have heard of him. <laughs> you might have heard of him. There was a big article, uh, there was an article in the paper today. Dominic Welsh from Cheektowaga. James Rojas, another great player from Jamestown. Drew Butler, <laughs> Williamsville East. Deshaun Hines from Amherst. Vito Fulcinetti, Lancaster, Dakota Wright, Wiley, Williamsville South, Nick Montgomery from East Aurora, Dylan Anderson from Orchard Park, Paul Woodward from Cleveland Hill, Marcellus Cooper from Amherst, and this group will be coached by Chris Kenzie of Amherst and John Otto from Lancaster. That's solid. Absolutely solid. I'm looking at, at this uh, roster like, wow. Especially, I'm sorry, Frank. Especially with, uh, you know, you hear, of course, we know about Dominic Welsh. I mean, uh, he broke Rojas Rich. is also Well, uh, that's what I wanted to mention. James Rojas might be one of the better kept secrets up here in the northern part. What they tell me down there in uh, uh, the Jamestown area, and I don't mean to underplay his teammates and all that, but... Uh, there were more than one person basketball knowledge down there says that some of his teammates, the, re, the only reason they were on the floor was you have to have five people on the floor. And uh, that's how good Rojas was. He was, talk about a player who put a team on his back. He's the real deal. Well, let's move on to the Niagara Frontier All-Stars. Okay, Niagara Frontier All-Stars. You have Tal James from Kenmore West, Charles Lamar, Niagara Falls, Vincent Trippi, North Tonawanda, J.B. Wilkes from Grand Island, Kyle Brown from Lockport, Jager Martin, William uh, Niagara Wheatfield, excuse me, Tyler Aquilina from Kenmore West, Kyle Laplante, Kenmore West, Tavon Chambers, Lockport, Mario Wright, Grand Island, and Alex Quinn from North Tonawanda, and they will be coached by Ryan Martin from North Tonawanda and Eric. Ryan Mountain. I'm sorry, Ryan Mountain and uh, Eric O'Brien from Niagara Wheatfield. You've heard of him. Yeah, I may have. <laughs> Solid coaching in both uh, both rosters. And uh, I would be remiss, and I would hear about it from Mark Kenzie if he didn't tell me that that game it features coaches, both of who played for him at Maryville. Oh, wow, yeah. Just one item before we go to the next game, and I, I have neglected to mention it in the past, and I felt badly afterwards. Uh, each game is officiated by three very good Western New York basketball officials. They donate their time for these games. They all come. They do the games. They're not getting paid a penny to be there. I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, I just say that's another uh, – their donation to uh, Western New York sports – they come and do the game, and the games are well officiated. And uh, I want to thank these uh, these men for uh, what they do for our tournament. I hope and you guys are feeding them at least. <laughs> and it's usually nine of the best referees. I'm sure you'll yeah. see people like possibly Benji and all these well, guys. Who, whoever's Greeny, available, uh, Steve again, Allen. We're, 
we're fortunate that we've got some of the best referees in Western New York are in the Butler, are members of the Butler Mitchell alumni. So when they ask people for a favor, would you do, you want to do our game? They're, they're volunteering uh, immediately. That's outstanding. Is Charlie Seward still, is he still running up and down? Yeah, yes, he is. I believe he is. He's a great guy. Shout out to him. I know his mother passed not too long ago. Shout out to Charlie. He's an official. Okay, the third game is kind of been our feature game in the past, but looking at the rosters of these other games, I think they're all equal now, is the annual, this was the original Silver Hoops game 50, 60 years ago. It was... Monsignor Martin All-Stars versus the Buffalo Public Schools. These games were played in the 50s and the 60s. For some reason in 1962, that was the last Silver Hoops game. And in fact, one of our alumni, uh, Joe Latempio, uh, played at Lafayette High School and Buffalo State and is in fact in both schools' Hall of Fames. He was the most valuable, the last most valuable player of silver hoops the game ended some some reason whoever was running it decided not to run it anymore it wasn't until the butler mitchell alumni in 1998 or 1999 we decided to start it up again and we played the one game and we had a girls game but we felt that we were better off concentrating on the men's game because there was an organization that was already doing a girls all star, and we didn't want to conflict with them. Right, Chickawaga Lions Club. Yes, I believe. I believe that's who it was. So, again, for the betterment of the games, and you, back then you had to play on certain days to get it in, and we would always end up almost in a conflict. So we said, look, they got a great game, and they so they've been doing the women right. for years and years, and we're doing the the young men. But you guys, but and then made the decision, Larry, we need to bring the suburb. Uh, schools get them involved as well. Then we spread it out to the ECIC versus NFL, so we had two games. And then be- when the Buffalo Public Schools went to a small school uh, a structure also, we we developed a third game. So the ECIC is such a big league that for them to come up with one team, they'd have 25, 30 yeah, they the tried to go ECIC one versus three and two versus four. They've tried so many experiments just in the last right. ten years. Every every uh, school system, not every school system, every league back then it was all like NFL. They had ten schools. Mm-hmm. Buffalo Public, they had ten schools. Monsignor Martin, they had ten schools. ECIC had thirty five schools. So that's why we expanded it uh, so that we would have more. Um, more kids playing. And that's a good call, obviously. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll get into the uh, rosters for the final game, the Monsignor Martin All-Stars versus the Buffalo Public Large School All-Stars. We'll give you the names and who they are coached by at the other side of this break. We'll be back with more Inside High School Sports. We're back. One last segment of Inside High School Sports. We're talking about Silver Hoops Classic next Saturday at Graveyard School, military in Black Rock Riverside area. So uh, if you want to check that out. But before we get to the roster, uh, Bob, you had Bob Dugan call in NFL uh, Players Association. They have something pretty neat going on. Uh, good morning, Bob Dugan. 
Yes, good morning. How are you doing today? Uh, very well. I just want to interject that uh, I'm a product of the Butler Mitchell Boys and Girls Club starting in 1954 when I was 14. I went to the Virginia Club. Then when the Massachusetts Club opened in 56, I was a regular there as well. <laughs> and uh, in connection with Bob Carnival, uh, we have, as the NFLPA, we have a, each chapter has a scholar-athlete program, and we've tailored it to the uh, city of Buffalo schools. There are 17 high schools, and they're eligible. And we give a scholarship to a boy for 2500 and a girl for 2500 uh, And uh, I'm a product, again, of the Butler Mitchell, doing community service, uh, reaching out to others, leadership, all the things that we learned, you know, going through the club. Right. And you're a former Buffalo Bill. Correct. Uh, I was... Uh, we'll hold that against No, him. we won't hold him against him. No. <laughs> he stayed a little basketball last night. Uh, that's where I, you know, graduated from, played in the Liberty Bowl in 63. Dak Prescott, Mississippi State, and the girls' basketball team won last night. They beat Connecticut. <laughs> Yeah, that was a pretty big upset. <laughs> yeah. So I'm very, you know, I'm on a real good high right now. Uh, again, as scout athlete, I would like to mention really neat thing. Uh, Art Cerati, way back in the uh, 1990s, was helpful as well as Dave Thomas, City of Buffalo uh, athletic director, uh, of getting applications out with the coaches and Two of the very first people were uh, winners. Uh, 96 were Carlos Spencer of traditional school. He went to UB as a walk-on and got a scholarship. And uh, Tim Delaney was 1997. He won. He went to Buff State, and, of course, he became the Section 6 football coach. Right. Uh, some of the guys have had very good averages, you know, GPAs, as well as athletic uh, endeavors. So you have uh, winners for this year, Bob? Uh, yes, we do. We have uh, a lady from City Honors, uh, Ariana De Jesus, um, and uh, a guy named Grande uh, from um, Leonardo da Vinci High School. He played soccer, and uh, she was a softball player, and they both had you know, on the 95 average. Nice. Playing sports. That's what I like to hear. Great. Well, well-rounded people. And uh, they'll both be recipients of 2500 each. Uh, just a quick thing. There's 34 chapters, uh, 32 in each city uh, that has an NFL team. And then... Uh, people don't realize how good the state of Oklahoma, with Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, etc. They have their own a chapter, as well as Mississippi has its own chapter because they have so many uh, pro football players that retired to uh, the state of Mississippi. So there's 34 chapters. They all go through the process of uh, picking scholar athletes each year. Outstanding stuff, Bob. Well, you guys are doing great work, and to honor the uh, you know high school athletes, that's big, and I'm sure they are super excited and super appreciative. Right, right. 
tell uh, the basketball, you know, keep going with the silver hoops. Uh, I almost played, but I would have fouled out. <laughs> All right, Bob, we're going to get back to uh, discussion of this. We have one more roster to go in a short period of time. Thank you very much for calling in, and have a great weekend. Bye-bye. All right, take care. Bob Dugan with the NFL Players Association. All right, Bob Carnavelli, we have a little bit of time left. Let's go through the rosters. All right, the last rosters, uh, Monsignor Martin, we have Tavian Kemp from Walsh, uh, Davion Warren from Timon, Tim Payne from Timon, Joe Harrison from Timon, Rob Welsh, St. Francis, Will Johnson from Nichols, Renee Velasquez, O'Hara, Caleb Cockrell, St. Joe's, Daquan Hunt, St. Mary's, Colby Moultrie from Canisius, Sean Taggart from St. Francis, and the coaches. Excuse me, another player is Jonathan Phillips from Niagara Catholic. And Desmond Randolph, coach of Timon, will be handling uh, the Monsignor Martin All-Stars. The Buffalo Public Large School All-Stars, we have Joe Johnson, McKinley, Shakur Harris, South Park, Devante Wardlow, McKinley, Nakai Booz, McKinley, Anthony Hunter, Emerson, Sean Goree, MEC, DeMonte Riley, Burgard, Jeremy Jackson, Alan McDuffie, MEC, Tyreek Edwards, Emerson, Derek Bishop from Middle College, Gerald Bratton from Riverside, and Jakari Woods and Khalil White. And they are coached by Burgard coaches Joe Jackson and Jerry Falgiano. Wow. Quickly, Anthony, I just want to mention real quick, Shakir Harris from South Park is worth the price of admission. Very entertaining player. And on the Monsignor Martin side, you watch the players in the warm-up, it would take you five or six guys before you would pick out who uh, Tavian Kemp is, the leading scorer. You watch him in the warm-up. He looks like he's on a player just to fill the roster. Wait till you see him on a basketball court. Outstanding stuff. All right, next Saturday at the Graveyard School. Make sure you uh, go check that out. Bob Carnavelli, it's always great to have you in studio. Uh, it's Thank you very much for allowing us to uh, uh, publicize these games. Uh, we try to do a good job for the uh, Western New York uh, uh, area and uh, for you for you to give me the the time to promote this uh, it's a wonderful gesture on your part oh it's my pleasure i enjoy this every right. year thank you is our line not yeah, your line Bob. exactly all right nate gary thank you we'll talk to you guys next week okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road with available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.